They've picked up that she lied. They are pumping you for information. My insight's not that high, so I'm I'm just kind of like drinking and sitting back and. Yo, how are they? How are they reacting to us just feeding them lies? Um, they don't. They've got the. They've got a really good. They have the poker face of professional actors. <laughs> I'm just gonna take some ration out and start eating it. Okay. You're not gonna enjoy them. No. No, thank you. Okay. They said, right, "We've got extra. We've got extra bread." I'm good. Thank you. I'll I'll take hers. Um, that's okay. If you don't mind, I mean, they don't. As long as you have something to contribute, they say you know, it it is their way. Uh, they are followers of the uh, tr- of the Epicurean way. Uh, so you know, eat, drink, be merry, avoid uh, that which makes you unhappy. Embrace that which makes you happy. Um, they said it is a philosophy that uh, both are, that appeals to both of our natures and one we live by. So, if we choose to greet you as friends, uh, because it is better to greet than uh, to oppose you as enemies. So you are welcome at our camp. You are welcome to share wine with us until you prove yourself otherwise. How do you all travel so well on these roads? Some of these roads aren't so safe for you there. He says, well, it is a mix of things. And uh, he says, I am... Uh, in these parts, people tend to be more traditional because of my dress and my training. Uh, it, denote, it, it delivers an air of certain status. And that status is very well respected in the North. Um those of my kind would never have been harmed, even on the battlefield. It would be a taboo to spit our, spill our blood. And many of the northerners still respect those traditions. And Philomena says, if you believe that, you know, I have a swamp to sell you in Ravenna. And she says, uh, I believe that, he says, and take this with a grain of salt, that we are blessed by the gods. We put our faith in Venus, and the goddess protects us. We have never come to serious harm since embracing her fully. Um, can I roll? Just, I, I don't believe what you're saying. Insight. Yeah, insight, please and thank you. Okay. I'm, I'm also going to roll too, but not for that. <laughs> Yeah, we need some scholarship on this shit, whatever they're saying. All right, Darita Macriot, did you roll successfully on that last statement? A 21 out of 20, so I'm going to spend one luck point on that. Okay, Macrion? I, I rolled on spot hidden to see if they have any um, jewelry or, or charms or anything to indicate that they do follow Venus. There's uh, There's stuff on both of them. Okay. Um, other gods as well. They are, you know, not monotheists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very few. Well, lots. Some people are, but not them. Me. And Darina Malachi, did you make it as well? No, I, I, I'm, I'm still. You're I'm a monotheist. Yet, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a monotheist. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Duly noted. Um, um, things. <laughs> Uh, all right, Darina, you spend the one luck point, and believe it or not, they are both. The lie detector test determined they are telling the truth. 
they both believe because of his status as a bard and their faith in their god that they are protected and they're completely honest in saying that because of this faith and uh, that no harm has come to them in quite some time on, as they travel along the roads. Interesting. Uh, no small gift to be protected by the gods. He says, if we spread joy, um, joy comes back to us. And not being accosted by robbers or injured by beasts is quite joyful to us. <laughs> robbers probably would think that you don't have much to offer in the way of uh, coins, I would imagine. You would be surprised. We, have good, we do have good seasons. And good wine, he holds up his glass. A gift, part of our payment. Those who cannot pay with coins often pay with goods. And we are happy to accept whatever people would give us. Indeed, as you'd end up just taking the coin and turning it into good anyway, why not just cut out the middle process? He says that's one of the reasons we uh, perform for large audiences and small farms. He says perhaps a small farm won't be able to give us a gold coin, but they will be able to give us an old hen or a dozen eggs or a side of, of bacon. Uh, which we would greatly, you know, happily accept. And she says, and remember that Applejack whiskey we got last year? Says, that, that, we, need to, we need to hit them in the fall again. And they, they both laugh. The carefree lifestyle. I, I envy it. He says, they say, so we're, we're sorry that uh, it seems that your mission will be ending in failure since there is no great hunting trophy in these woods any longer. Oh, he was not that uh, he is not that great of a hunter anyway. So we were not quite searching out for such a large prize. What did you know of the large boar anyway? It's a common tale in these parts. And the, the gentleman, uh, Jago, says uh, it's a story that's been passed down for generations. Uh, the beast has been legendary. He says, and it's my job to uh, know all the stories of all the people I encounter. The only topic of conversation in town was uh, you were passing through and the, uh, the tales that you told. He says, I knew we picked the right story for that lot. Uh, she says, a bit racy. I would have never performed it with you here, Darina. Understood. But it was a big hit with the soldiers. <laughs> but so there's, there is no more boar? No more of this mythic boar whatsoever? That's what we've come to understand. We've been camping nearby hoping to see sign of it, hoping beyond hope that the rumors were wrong. But from what we've surmised, the rumors are correct. The great boar is no more. Have you, by the way, a friend of ours from the South came up this way some time ago, a woman who was trying to help with this mission too. Um, Bronwyn was her name. Did you ever encounter somebody like that on the way? A woman traveling alone from the south, you say? Yes. They glance at one another, and they say, no, we've not heard of a traveler from the south before we saw you. Oh, five on insight. This is information they didn't have. Damn, okay. Well, <laughs> They're actually telling the truth, and they're are quite interested. Was she uh, going into the forest are you perhaps uh, following her lead, uh, working for the same employer? 
We actually don't know where she's gone. We just she was a friend of an employ old employer of ours and disappeared up this way. It's a pity these roads can be quite dangerous, especially in the hills and along the woods for those who don't know their way. Well we hope that she's safe if you'd find her. As do we. What do you mean, um, dangerous if they don't know their way? They say that the road goes through uh, very hilly country, mm-hmm. and uh, traveling a woman traveling her alone on you know would would have a hard time of it. Plus, the there are bandits along these roads, mm-hmm. especially this one. It goes for many many days without a uh, without a town or a village. Okay. But the bandit really don't trouble you? We've been blessed. Those who do trouble us, we uh, perform and play for them, and they usually think better of harming us. One of the leads that we had to try to come up to these woods was that there was a family of tanners near the woods. Do you know the tanners? Um, we've never performed for them, but we know that they're there. They tend to keep to themselves, and uh, part of our success is knowing who to play for and who not to. Would they not enjoy a performance such as what we saw tonight? We d- we don't believe that they would. Uh, from what we've heard tell of them, they tend to be quite surly, and uh, we don't try and push our company on anyone. It's the Epicurean way. Hmm. Certainly, lot. He looks over at uh, at Herminius, uh, someone you could probably get along with. No. Well, if you seek out the Tanners, uh, you miss the path. It's just down the road. Um, it'd be better if you wait till morning. You don't want to miss it in the dark. But wait, but you said you knew tales of the boar. I heard a funny tale in a town a few nights ago that the boar was there almost to protect people from things that lay inside the woods. Ah, you must have been speaking to someone older. Those are the oldest stories, that the the boar was some sort of a guardian. And then there are stories, an equal equal number of stories, that is some kind of a demon. He says, in my trade, you learn that none of the stories are true, and all of them are. You simply need to change your perspective. One, uh, one, tribe's, one tribe's goddess is another tribe's devil. So who's, which tribe is most likely to get us killed? <laughs> All of them if you don't know your way around them. Especially this far north. But uh, you have a child of the isle with you, so hopefully she'll be able to steer you right. And they nod to Darina. I nod back. Macron sort of looks around because we've clearly missed the path. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to know that. <laughs> That's why he doesn't say anything. <laughs> um, so uh, the woman, Philomela, gives a, a yawn and uh, puts a hand on her, her companion's shoulder. And he says, and he goes, and that is uh, my partner's way of saying that, uh, It's time for a beauty rest and a beauty such as she deserves uh, all the sleep she can get. So if you wish to make camp with us, you are welcome. But I am going to uh, we're going to retire until uh, until morning. Uh, Macrion stands 
and uh, and tries to 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 mutter out in Brythonic a thank you for their hospitality. He says, uh, "Roll it." Well, I got a hundred. <laughs> He's like, "You motherfuckers, let us stay here." Shit. <laughs> I shoot him the dirtiest look. I just shut him up real quick. The the uh, Jago just starts laughing. And he comes over and just embraces you and says, he goes and, and passes you back the jug. And he says, you, you've earned another swallow for making me laugh. That was, without a doubt, the worst Brythonic I've ever heard a, a, a Roman try and speak. And, and he kind of gets red like a little bit. And he, he's like, was that not? And he, he's trying to like say it over again in his head. And he's like, no, that's. You know, and he's just kind of like muttering in Brythonic. But he says, "Stop, stop! You're hurting my ears. Just take a swallow so I can go to bed." He pushes the jug at me, and I take a swallow and kind of okay. like walk off a little bit. So they retire to the uh, the large covered wagon. It's got like a little step. Uh, it's uh, I'm kind of envisioning a traveler. Uh, I forget what they're called. I think Bardos. I, I would. I was thinking like a Romani style wagon, <laughs> yeah, just with yeah. like all the bright colors and all that stuff. Yeah, right. So he. So so when they go up, Macaron wanders over to Dorina, and he's like, "Didn't so like, like he'll try to say it again? Isn't it like this? And then probably like say it wrong again and be like, no, but I thought it was." You know, he's like using his hands, like he's using his fingers, like he's counting, but he's like <laughs> trying to parse the words out. I just put my hand on his shoulder and just tap it. Just good try, good try. You know, I, we've been here long enough. You, you'd think that I would. It's fine. It's fine. If it makes you feel any better, I'm still not fluent in it either. He kind of look looks askance at you, and he's. But you're you're from here, aren't you? Yes, but I also speak another language. Ah, yeah. Oh, uh, what else do you speak? Let me find out. Because uh, <laughs> is only uh, is considered my other language. Where would it's I find the, that? It's um, it's the second column, mm. about halfway down his language. For language other, I have Brythonic at thirty-five, and then Germanian at oh, own. Yeah, just a so you're a native Latin speaker, believe it or not. There we go! Yay! So he starts speaking to you in Greek, and then you don't respond, and he starts Coptic, and then you, I'm assuming you, you don't respond. You I'd understand that. <laughs> I don't have that. All right, so you're whiling away the evening. Uh, <laughs> so what's your next move, ladies and gentlemen? If we I, camp, I don't want to camp. I, I whisper it. If we're staying here, I just don't want to be that close. I'd rather be a little further away. Um, Macrion looks at the fire and just kind of like shrugs. If we stay here, we could take watches. Um, if you prefer to sleep in the wagon, that's fine as well. I don't mind staying out for a little while. And we clearly are better armed than they are. I'll take the first watch. Uh, yeah, I, I whisper, uh, you know, you guys obviously heard, but that they are unarmed as far as I can tell. That concerns me. A little bit concerning, but I don't know if sleeping farther away from them is going to help us very much. Maybe being closer to them might almost be better. Okay. And some safety in numbers. I don't perceive them as a 
threat, at least not in a way that we're going to have to worry about tonight. Okay. okay. So, um, who's on the morning watch? Not me. I guess I will be. All right. Roll your spot hidden. Oh, dear Lord. Actually, roll your listen. Oh, just all oh, 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 the more scary thing. Yeah. I don't hear shit. 93. I'm going to roll okay. my list too. You're asleep. <laughs> yeah, but I wake up easy. <laughs> Darina, at some time during your watch, you may have nodded off or just kind of like stared out at the sunrise because when you turn around, they're they're gone. They're they've broken camp and managed to slip away in the in the pre-dawn. I just mutter I knew it couldn't fucking. And then over the smoldering fire on a couple of rocks are like two or three biscuits that they've left. Aww. Holy shit. And you're like, they fucking had an ox cart and they just. Yeah, that. I'm very confused how they can get away that quickly. Slippers on the ox. (laughs) Well, you did roll a 93, so I'm assuming that you fell asleep. (laughs) Yeah, but still. Breaking camp. Even if I knock it off for two or three minutes, it takes a while. Yeah. But they're probably used to doing it too, right? Like, I mean, this is probably a nightly occurrence or. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, a they, couple of times a week. This is, this is their trade. They travel and they perform. I'm sure, they probably have it down to a science. All right, so it is the next morning. So, do we yeah. want to go to the Tanners because they're a little further down on the trail? Okay, you can follow that path. All right, you make a tracking roll. Oh, I got a nine. I you a find the path easily. And when you find the path, you see lots of tracks on it. Anything look unfamiliar? Uh, with a nine, that's a lot. You can see that that there are tracks of a old tracks maybe a week old of uh a few figures i mean nine is really good is nine an extreme success for you um extreme would be one One fifth fifth. yes all right so because of your extreme success you see a large group of of people five in all Mm. following this path and then you find signs of a battle battle and is it strictly human the tracks seem to shift it seems that these people fought uh, uh, a boar multiple people and there may have there may have been some wolves and it becomes very jumbled but you do find see places where two of the group have fallen and both sides have withdrawn the boar uh, went off north and the hunters went south. And this is only a week old. Yeah. But the hunters went south um, carrying two of their number. I try to break it down and explain it to everyone. Yeah. You do a Lord Humperdinck thing where you're like pantomiming the whole battle. Yeah. Uh, and even though it's a week old, you do find like specks of dried blood underneath leaves and stuff. Like you're, it's an extreme role. Mm. It's an extreme success on somebody who's a huntress. So um, you, 
you missed the trail yesterday, but you've really, it's like a satellite photo. They ate my ration. <laughs> Get a good night's sleep. <laughs> yeah, I slept through my watch. It was that biscuit they left us this morning. <laughs> All right. So, Dorita, that, that jibes with what uh, what Malachi found out last night, that that the the, the hunters had, had come out and buried two of their own. It must be the same group, no? Yep. Yeah, but if they were, <coughs> who were they fighting? What <coughs> were they fighting? Because it wasn't the beast that was brought to us. I can. We can only assume that perhaps it is Brownwind then. Unless there are other such creatures in the woods. Or, yeah, other beasts. Well, there was werewolves, too. So we were told that most likely people were going, uh, animals would be coming to retake the, the, the land. Um, maybe the travelers are part of that? Perhaps a power struggle? Is uh, that normal? Perhaps simply just caught up in the mix. That as well. Do, do the tracks... Uh, indicate a, a you speak of werewolves uh, some transformation uh, along the trail uh, do they begin as human and end as something else? Ask would I have noticed any of that? You don't get that much but it's 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 possible but you couldn't say for sure Okay Well it doesn't necessarily mean we shouldn't move forward and possibly the tanners might normal mo- more know about this. A thought occurs to me. Uh, if the Tanners are a surly bunch and they keep to themselves by all indications, then perhaps the Tanners themselves may be one of these creatures, protectors of the forests and all. Whole family of them. We must tread carefully then and show that we... Uh, indeed come in peace and wish to help whatever this situation is and not cause any undue uh, problems for anyone. Well, these creatures may not be normal, kind of like waves his hands, like like what's normal. Um, if they are providing a function that keeps other people safe, then uh, perhaps they can be an ally of sorts in the business that we attend to a contact even that may be a possibility um but the only way we're going to know is is when we approach them just to kind of go cautiously and hope for the best i i'm not sure i've never i don't think i've ever uh worked with tanners before have i no i don't you know if you bought leather armor maybe but yeah. What did what did we learn about the hunters that fought here? Where did they go? South. South. They kept going south. Yeah. Which is where the guard saw them. South south of the just on the southern end of the forest, out of the forest, burying their two fallen com- compatriots. And then they kept going south. Mm. Well, I you know, I, if they didn't stay and watch to see where they went, and they probably didn't, then we we don't know, but from this location, they went south, which jibes with the story that you were told. Yeah. Meta question: uh, What sort of like werewolf mythology are we using? Like unibrow, uh, long, you know, 
long ring finger, like visible, like Macaron would be looking for your typical Hollywood uh, werewolf indicator. You don't have enough experience with werewolves to really know. And Darina has enough experience with werewolves that she's fought more than one and no two of them are exactly alike. Hmm. Okay. So there's, there's not a certain thing. Okay. I'm just, you know, 68 cult. I'm just trying to parse out what would be like sort of, you know, common quote unquote, common knowledge for like werewolf stuff. Right. Right. Throw silver at it. See what happens. Perhaps we, we don't want to lead with that. I don't think. (laughs) Offer a silver platter. All right. So you have two paths guys. North and south. To to the tanners, I guess. Mm-hmm. I put my armor on before we continue. <laughs> okay. That's not a bad idea. Does everyone do that? I already have mine on. Oh yeah. And Herminius is vigorously nodding, so <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, so you travel for uh, you know, maybe an hour, and then you cut along this little trail and you come to a clearing. You smell it before you see it because tanner camps are very smelly. There are a lot of chemicals involved in tanning of leather. And you see a thatch, a nice stone-built thatch roof house, a side shop, an outhouse, uh, some livestock, you know, a little homestead shop area. Lots of drying hides. And you see a group of seven figures at the edge of the property. And they are all kind of gathered in a semicircle. And most of them are children. Uh, you see three young girls. The oldest is probably 10. Three boys. Two of them are maybe like eight and five. The oldest looks to be maybe 15. So just a very young man, not quite. You know, not quite shavable age, you know, uh, teen and a, a woman. They all have a very similar look. Mm-hmm. Like they're all very similar types of hair. And, and you could tell that they are siblings. The woman with them is unlike them in every way. She is, uh, you know, dirty, wearing, uh, wearing ragged clothes and uh, trying to console them. And uh, she matches the description of Bronwyn. Is there any um, moved earth, something that looks like a recent burial, by any chance? Um, unfortunately, yes. There's uh, two piles of stones. Uh, I've actually two recent graves. One very recent, like a few days ago. Or maybe even, you know, yesterday. So I got a hard success on spot hidden for anything else. Nothing else, really. Yeah. But there is Bronwyn. Can we hear what she's saying? No, there. some of the kids are crying. Okay. Do any of the children look um, like they're in danger, like they're scared? or it's They all look scared. Of her? No. Oh, okay. She's trying to console them. Okay. I'm just going to slowly start walking up and see what happens. Okay. When you slowly start walking up and they hear you, the oldest boy and the woman you you guess is Bronwyn, you don't know for sure, comes rushing forward 
all the children rush behind them. And the boy says, uh, you know, this is our homestead. You know, you don't belong here. Leave now. We're here for Bronwyn. The woman looks very confused and all of the kids look very confused. And she goes, how do you know me? I know that there are people looking for you, people who care for you, people who want to know that you're safe. Those people have sent us to see if you're okay. Well, she sighs and just shakes her head and she says, you've traveled a long way. They care a lot. (sighs) Well, they shouldn't. You can go back and tell them I'm fine. You know who you left. You know they're not going to be okay with that answer. There's nothing for me there now. My life is is here. These children need someone to look after them. I'm all they have now. May I ask why is that? Because I just helped them bury their mother. And a couple of the young ones start crying. What brought you here? I was looking for answers. What did you find? Purpose. And that is? Please understand, they want you back. They want you to come home. She says, well, I can't believe anything you say. I can smell the silver on you. Have you come to kill me? Have you come to kill us? No. We we were very, very, very hopeful to bring you back. The only reason why we are carrying what we're carrying is because we know a lot about this. We'd rather come prepared. She says, well, then if you've come prepared and you know a lot about this, you know I can't go back. That I don't know. If I caught this illness from handling meat in a kitchen, who could I spread it to on accident? You wear gloves. That's not something I'm willing to risk. Here, there's no there's no chance of that. There's no harm to be done. I don't want to ask directly why that is, but pretty much safe to say that they're most likely similar to her, correct? The, the boy snaps and, and, and starts singing, speaking in Brythonic. He goes, they need to leave. They need to leave now. We have enough trouble as it is. I answer back in the best Brythonic I can. If I have to roll, I will. We're here to help. Do I need to roll for that? I got to know one, so I understood him. He says in, in Brythonic, Every stranger we've met, every stranger we've we've met in the last three months has hurt us. What makes you any different? I've lost both of my parents to outsiders. I speak in Latin because I'm not going to be able to say this in Brythonic. If I wanted to hurt you, I would have done it already. If you know the people that have come by have come to hurt you, don't you think I would have done that by now? If I wanted to, I you see that I'm prepared, but I'm not doing anything. He says, I'm not afraid of you. He says, I will, defend, I will defend my family if I have to. Just don't make me do that. You should leave. And she put, and Brahman puts her hand on, like, Carvelis, these, these people were sent by my family. And he goes, it's people like them who've taken away my family. She's a hunter, like the one who killed my father. Connection made. Um, how, how tall is he? He's 15. He's probably he's probably a little taller than you. All right. So going you can, down you on can tell probably by the time he's 19, he's going to be massive. <laughs> so he's he's at a he's a massive teen, but he hasn't filled out yet. OK, I 
Oh, fuck it. I'm going to just go down on one knee and I'm going to say this. Yes, I am like him. I am like the man that killed your father. But that man did not know who or what your father was. That man did not understand what was going on and what's happening. He was sent to do a job to find an animal to bring back. Our job is not to find an animal to kill and bring back. Our job here is to see if she is okay and if we could bring her back. We made no promises. We said we would try our best. And I just say, Neil. Okay, one of the girls uh, comes forward and says, you know, maybe we should just leave. And one of the middle boys says, we can't leave. We, we can't. We can't leave the house. He says it, it would, you know, and, you know, it would, it's everything mom and dad ever taught us. You know, we're the caretakers. It, has, it falls to us now. And then the youngest girl says, it was never supposed to be our job. Not now. Not for many, many years. And then Carvilla says, well, it's our job now. May we talk more about this? Will you allow us to speak with you further? Not in this setting. Not with this amount of feeling and passion. The oldest girl says, Carvilla's... We'll do whatever you decide. You're the oldest now. Let me put the younger ones to their chores and get them working. Get some food started. Um, we'll support whatever decision you make. So the oldest girl kind of takes the rest of the family and, and sets them to their morning chores. And they're just, you know, there's visible sadness weighting them down. And, and uh Bronwyn comes over and says, I can't leave these children. She says, I'm, I don't know. I don't know how well I can defend, help them defend this place, but I know it must be defended. They've confided in me. They're guardians. Their family has been guardians for generations. May I ask what happened to their parents? A hunter came a few weeks ago. Um, Carvillis answers. My father met him, tried to scare him off. Um, he was not easily scared off, apparently. Um, and then my father never came back, which was we're, we're not supposed to be harmed by normal weapons. So the fact that my father didn't come back was very surprising. He'd always come back. Um, that man left. He did not return, but others came after. And these were not these were not men. These were evil creatures who had been trying to take our lands for many years. My father had fought with them and scared them off and driven them off many times. But without him guarding us, that felt to my mother. And uh, my mother was every bit as uh, fierce as my father. But um, when she met them, she returned with, with horrible, horrible wounds. And... Uh, She'd always recovered before, but because these were not men and these wounds were made by others like us, they didn't heal. And uh, she succumbed in the night to her injuries. I'm sorry for your loss. He nods and he says, well, I believe you're telling the truth there, so thank you. But now it must fall to me. 
I know that that's what my father would have wanted. We can't allow, we can't allow the seal to fall into anyone else's hands. May I speak with my party for a moment? Okay. They nod, and uh, he goes off to deal with his siblings, and Bronwyn just kind of stays there. So Bronwyn's still with us. Unless you want her to step away. I, I explain, we're here for you. We're here to bring you back. It's one thing if you, you, you can't to control yourself and you are genuinely concerned for the people that love you and the people you love. Right it's one thing if you feel obliged to be here. There's another thing that you don't feel safe coming back to them. And we need to know what that really is. She says, I don't feel safe being around them. I don't feel safe being around regular people. I lost my temper and I nearly killed a man. She says, and if I, and if he had even shed a drop of my blood, or I could have infected him with what I have now. You sure did mess him up pretty good. I didn't mean to. This, this, this illness, it, it comes with a, a, a terrible anger. I've only felt calm when I was away from people. These children, they don't affect me that way. I feel a kinship to them. I suppose it's the nature of the illness. And to this place, I can feel it in my, in my blood and in my bones. There's something sacred drawing me here. It, it would be hard to leave. I'm supposed to be here. We're supposed to protect the seal. Have, have you seen, have the children taken you to see the seal? Is, is it still in place? It is. Do you have a sense? Protect in what way? Protect what's inside or protect those outside of? Keep outsiders away from it. We're the same. I know that I've been told by Carvillis that we are the sacred guardians of a seal, a seal that holds back a great evil. Okay. Um, that once the seal was moved and, and, and the wall beyond damaged, and that allowed a great evil to re-enter our world in a small way. But since then, that evil has wanted to enlarge that hole, to manifest even more, uh, to come forth into our world in a, in a greater sense. Um, that's, why this, that's why the seal is now, that's why we're now the guardians of the seal. The seal is vulnerable. What can we do to help? If, if you cannot return, that is what the situation must be. But what what can we do to help you here? If uh, if the children's parents were not able to um, prevent these incursions, and if your disease is new and yet uncontrollable, uh, how can you protect these children from those who may intrude from without? I, I will need to defend it as their father and their mother did. And when the boy is old enough, he can become its primary defender and I can just finish raising the children. I guess, but that will not be for many moons. No, what? that's why my place is here. When they're older in a few years, maybe I can return to, maybe I can return to the girls in the household for a short visit, or maybe they can come North and, and meet me in Deva for a few days. Was the greater beast here one of this family, of this kindred? Uh, the, the great boar of the northern woods? Yeah. That was their father. Oof. Well, that's a bummer. But it doesn't matter because uh, 
we're trying there there are forces trying to push us off our land off this land and we won't leave so that means we either have to <laughs> the romans have a saying victory or death we'll either defeat them or die trying are there wards perhaps spells that can be woven to protect this place they there they have been binding us guardians to it. Uh, yes, but uh, words to protect the, uh, the 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 place, and he kind of like waves his hands around to like the encompassing. These, these are these are children, and I'm a kitchen maid. Uh, we don't know magic. Is is the greater threat now from outside of the woods, or is it from what lies within? that tomb what is sealed is sealed unless the sealed is disturbed it's harmless so there's nothing changed there thank goodness no okay but that could change very quickly should we lose control of the house of the house or the woods or the, the seal is under the house oh well guys you all want a house in the country right i mean that's what everyone wants right <laughs> okay so it's 11 o'clock i don't think we want to get into a big werewolf Werebore, possibly battle of five armies kind of dispute. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't make two really interesting actress NPCs just to be, you know, sidelined. So you may or may not be done with that pair. So let's just wrap this up and then we'll pause. If that's okay. Because anything, any resolution is going to be very rushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Um, uh, so she says, I will make a deal with you. If you help me get through this crisis, if you help me protect these children and protect their future and this seal from a great evil, I will write a letter. <laughs> I will tell them that I was called north by my long lost sister who was sick and I had to come and take care of her children. And this is my place now. And that I will meet them in Deva in a year's time for a reunion, a brief reunion. Um, I'm a freed woman. I can come and go as I please. How long would you need us for? The hunters still need to be dealt with. Oh, the hunters are the threat. Yes, they are. They're the ones who killed the mother. After they heard the father was dead, the cowards. What do you think the hunters want? Is it just territory? We think that they're drawn to the seal as we are, but not as its guardians. Hey. There's something primal beyond the seal. Okay, well, I guess we know what we need to do then, folks. If, if the hunters... We, uh, Malachi, uh, spoke to uh, some of the legionary, and they had run into the hunters south of the woods. They were burying uh, two of their own that had been slain. Two? Oh, thank goodness. Yes, yeah, so so three remain. I would assume that they are probably still in the area. Uh, Licking can, their wounds, no doubt, as we are. Yes, um, he he looks to the group for like consensus, but uh, you know, Macrion says we would uh, we would be willing to stay to help see you through this current threat. It is the least that we can do. I wonder if our traveler, our player friends ever encountered the hunters on the road. They did not say. 
Given their ability to distract people for far too long, it might be a valuable asset to have. Yes, but their lack of armaments might put them at a slight disadvantage. I, I feel like I can trust them to handle their own um, for whatever remarkable reason. Oh, they're blessed by the gods, are they not? The pagan gods. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where that was going to come up. I try not to do that. But. No, it's it's appropriate. I try not to get judgy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the Taurus, it, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she says, if you agree to help me, then come inside and we'll explain it to everyone. They're terrified. They think that you've come to take them, that, you know, you're here to take me away. Um, for the last few days, I've been all they had. Understood. All right. So she brings you inside, and the younger, the older girls have made lunch that everyone sits down to eat. And she explains that you've come to help, that you're going to help them get rid of the hunters, and that she's not going to leave, that they're going to, that they're, but after they help us, they're going to go home. Tell my peep, the people who are looking for me, that I'm fine, um, and I'm going to be staying. I'll be staying with you from now on. And they're very relieved about that. And uh, he said, then um, the boy, uh, Carvilius, says, well, if you're to defend the seal, you should see what it looks like. So when the meal is done, they move the large oaken table. And you realize that these children have, like, strength beyond, like, a full-grown man, and then they move the uh, the rug, and uh, underneath you see a, a, a oval, an oval uh, Celtic carved stone with this uh, in the with this carved in the center of it. Very cool. It uh, it is a knotwork boar sigil. So it's the outline of a boar with all like the knotwork, Celtic right, knotwork right. well, and stuff through it. Covered in like the, the whole border is a circle of uh and if you roll a cult, all of the sigils around it, the knotwork pattern uh around it is that of a defender. That to the Celts, the boar was a stalwart warrior defender. It was the brick wall, you know. Uh the the imp- you know, the impassable force right very cool seal by the way yeah i found that online i was like oh that is so that is so awesome i'm totally stealing that (laughs) very cool all right so now you know the the full well no you don't you know most of the breadth and scope of the adventure um you have finally tracked down bronwyn and realized why she came north and everybody make a pow check Forty-seven under eighty. It's a regular success. Fifty under seventy. Forty-eight is it, so. Is this a magic test? Because I have something that helps me with that. Um, no, this is not to resist the spell. Okay. Um, seventy-four out of eighty. So you all make the pow check. Yeah. You can all sense it, like when you pull it off there, it just radiates some kind of a, of a of an energy. There's almost a hum going through the bottom of your spine when it's revealed. And now I need everybody to make a Cthulhu Mythos check. Woo-hoo. 
Oh, two out of 13. Oh, boom. So you make it. It is an extreme success. Everybody else fails. Yep. Okay, Macrion. You look at it and you feel the power. And then something taps into you and you feel the power beyond it. You feel that whatever this is, it's the cork on an amphora waiting to pour out. You feel it just seeping through you like the like the warm water of a bathhouse. Like just going through your muscles and into your bones and into your joints. Um, you feel it like fine wine sitting in your belly, radiating like heat throughout your body. Um, you feel your your pulse start to quicken. Uh, your fingertips tingle, your lips tingle. You know, your mind fills with the, the goat herder woman that you know back in, in Greece. And a voice sings in your mind two words. Release me. Oh, that's not good. He just like full I need, body like I need, shivers. I need, I need you to make a sand check. <laughs> uh, 57 under. And I get ready to club him. 86. So I'm good. Did not fail? Did not fail. Okay, you you can you have enough choice to back away from this and shut off that part of it's of of your mind that has found a way in. Or almost like it. almost like forcing yourself to wake up from a bad dream. Like when you have that feeling when you're dreaming and you're like, this isn't real, I need to wake up. Or you can Push, you can go the other way. You can lean in and see what it wants to say and open up that crack wider. So, so like, as he's feeling this thrum and whatever, like, he's, like, slowly sort of, like, squatting down, like, closer to the floor. And then, like, when it says release me, he just, like, like shivers and, and like, jerkily, like, sort of stands up and takes a couple of stumbling steps backwards and, like, Kind of looks panicky about the room. So I guess you're you're choosing to cut this thing. You do yeah. not want to. Cons- you're closing this. I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, okay. did, did did anyone else? Did, did okay, anyone you, hear that? And even though you passed, you lose one sand. Yep. And uh, the 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 children all as they see you so affected, they very quickly cover it up. Yeah, he kind of like leans against the wall and like when it like shunk and like closes, he's like, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, 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 I understand the, the burden that you bear. And, and then he goes outside. Like he just like, <laughs> he walks outside. And uh, Carvelis looks over and it says there's great evil beyond this seal. And I, I think it's it calls to people. And they said, you know, we even if it costs us our lives, we're, we need to def- we need to keep it from ever falling into the wrong hands. All right, guys, it's creeping up at eleven thirty. Poor poor Dorita's yawning and making me yawn. So yeah, I think I we better call it. Reading. All right, great great yeah. night, folks. Yep. Thank All right, I'm glad this went well. I'm glad everybody had a good time. Yep. Always. Yes. Yep. Good Thank night. you for running. Thanks everybody for playing. Yeah, no problem. You're gonna yep. do your sign out stuff. Yeah, I'll do a little sign out stuff. Yep, yep. All right. I want to thank everybody for checking this out. Uh, 
We have coffee for sale. It's the legendary brew. There's a link in the show notes, or you can go to tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew. Birds of a Feather Coffee is a small batch craft coffee roaster. Uh, the legendary brew is, a, is an easy drinking medium roast. I actually just put in an order yesterday. I am rocketing through the two bags that I purchased recently. It's it's a really nice, flavorful coffee. Uh, they also have a dark roast, a light roast, and a decaf. Uh, those are also fantastic as well. But a little bit of money from the uh, legendary brew comes back to the show. Helps keep the lights on, that kind of stuff. Uh, shipping is always free. And if you use the code LEGENDS10, you get 10% off your order. We have a Patreon up as well. If you want to throw a couple of Sesterces our way, we would appreciate that as well. There's the backlog is huge, so there's early releases, there's outtakes, post shows, and all that kind of stuff on there. If you're interested in it, any of that, uh, also head over to Golden Goblin Press. Uh, there was just a shipment of books that came in for restock. Oscar, would you would you get at the uh, at the Goblin Lair? Um, we had a bunch of books in our restock. <laughs> And then we got a distributor deal in Scandinavia and literally sent out like eight boxes of books, uh, six boxes of books. So I have some floor space now, but I'm waiting for 21 boxes of books to arrive. Um, by the time this drops, God, we, we may have like nine Maybe books two now. years from now. <laughs> but um, no, we have, we've got good supplies of Cthulhu Invictus. We're about to have our... Uh, our Lovecraft, well, I can't call it that anymore because of copyright stuff. Our Eldritch New England holiday campaign is about to drop. I'm expecting that in a couple of days, and we'll be mailing that out. But, yeah, it's been a very exciting time. But who knows, by the time this drops, you may be able to order a copy of uh, Cthulhu Britannia, yeah, you know, the Guide to Britannia. Yeah, yeah. Which, which probably by this time, God willing, by this time next week, we'll be the only outstanding Kickstarter and, uh, you know, on the, you know, full speed ahead to, to finally getting finished, but cool. Eagerly anticipating, uh, the release of that <laughs> to go with my Cthulhu Invictus book. Well, at this point, you guys have played Cthulhu Invictus in Britannia more than any other players on earth. I'm sure. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, I think that's all the stuff we've got going on. You've got a Kickstarter coming up. So uh, anybody who's watching this in the relative, you know, now-ish time. Yeah, that's uh, going to be uh, March 20th. It'll be uh, Terrors of October Nomicon. It's going to be all new or new-ish authors who are writing either their first or second published scenario um, with a, a major pub with a publisher. And they're, going to be writing adventures uh brand new adventures about brand new creatures from shagath.net's collection of october nomicon which is 31 days of new monsters every october going back for many many years so they all got to pick one monster they liked write a scenario about it and uh we're going to be mentoring them to uh punch it up as best we can you know bring their skills forward and it's basically, I want to say, oh, it's like our student showcase, but, uh, <laughs> you know, they're all in their 30s, so, <laughs> you know. But then again, their mentors are all pushing 50 or or on the the bad side of 50. So, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm one of the mentors and uh, 
Um, Matt Wiseman, uh, another Emmy award-winning author, is uh, met the other mentor. So they're all getting the the crash course in writing scenarios from uh, two people who've been doing it for quite some time. Very cool. And we've got, hopefully, fingers crossed, we've got Necronomicon coming up soon-ish by the uh, time this releases. Every tentacle crossed and nodded. Yeah. <laughs> so that hopefully is coming up. So by the time this comes out, it'll have been a long memory. And uh, Jesse's got his own podcast as well. I don't, I don't think we ever mentioned this, maybe once in a blue moon, but you could check out Monster <laughs> Hunt. You guys release every other week, right? Correct. Yes. We've we just been doing dropped, this well, for months, and this is the yeah. first I've heard of it. <laughs> I am also on that podcast as well. So if you're tired of this, maybe don't listen to that. But <laughs> I literally know that you never brush your hair for the for these things. <laughs> but I didn't know you had another podcast. <laughs> you are horrible at self-marketing, sir. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I blame myself. <laughs> I, I mentioned my Star Frontiers YouTube channel if I could get away with it, but I'm not going to. You just did. I'm, mi- I'm not mixing my <laughs> milk and my orange out. juice. <laughs> but that would be Citizens of the Frontier on YouTube. <laughs> I am subscribed. <laughs> Yo, I'm hoping to break a hundred sooner, sooner or later. But you know, it's going okay. It, that's my other Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. It's my it's my palate cleanser from Call of Cthulhu. There you go. There you go. Some old school OSR oh, gaming. OSR, yeah. <laughs> we, we we call it old updated old school. So it's like old school game, but not but every NPC is not the villain. It's like more it's like better better writing. <laughs> it's like it's it's 2000 it's like 2020 level writing in a 1984 game. Uh, so it's it's going well cool all right i want to thank everybody again for checking it out um ratings reviews on itunes or whatever your podcatcher of choice is is also extremely helpful for us just bumps up bumps us up in the algorithms gets eyes and or ears on the podcast and uh, that helps us out a ton and that's free you can do that and do it for all the shows that you love because God, that, that that little bit of a review goes a long way for everybody. So uh, thanks again, and we'll uh, catch you next time. Peace. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.